and welcome to my xbox and me episode 390 i'm not gonna lie just saying that out loud is weird to me i am one of your hosts mc fixer alongside the one and only two fresh crash crash i bid you a good day why are you talking like that because you're not gonna say anything other than I'm doing good. So I've decided when it's just me and you on the podcast, I'm <laughs> going to change what I say so I can get a different response from you. Oh, I hope you're doing well as well, Fix. I am doing very well. Thank you very much for asking. Thank you. First person ever to ask me how I'm doing on the podcast, you know? It's always me yeah. saying, how are uh, you, Crash? That's actually incorrect. No one ever says, how's Fix? I've definitely asked you how you're doing on the podcast before. <sighs> but then you know what your response is? <laughs> I'm doing good. I mean... <laughs> I'm doing good. A good response. I'm doing a good, good response. response. Do you know what? So we was uh, um yesterday we went to um Haley's uh, aunt's house where we used to live. Remember back in the day when they lived in the annex? Yeah. So we went to their new house. Well, not new house anymore, but we went to their house anyway. Um, and they were like, "Oh, so how's things?" And I'm just like, "Yeah, really good." And they're like, "Is that it? That's all you've got to give me?" I'm like, "I'll be honest with you, things are good right now. Like, I've got video games." I've got PCs. I've got everything I wanted. Everything I wanted as a kid, I've got. So, like, life's good, you know? It's good. Yeah. It's good. Like, I mean, I'm not a millionaire, so I'm not, it's not ecstatic. It's not it amazing. Could be better. It could always be better, you know? but it's very good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't get that. They were upset. They wanted, they wanted a more, more uh, serious response, I guess, you know? Crash, the question I've got to ask you. You've seen this new yeah. NVIDIA software, right? What new NVIDIA software? The eyeball software. I have if absolutely. You look off, have you not seen it? No, 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 no. Crash. Okay. Oh, where? Where okay. if I look Explain over here, if, I, if my eyes are like over there, it will still look returns. like I'm... No, it still looks like oh. I'm looking here. Oh, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> it's super creepy, but super amazing. And I'm like, maybe I'm going to make everyone from my Xbox and me use it. So then we're always looking at the camera. That's weird. It is weird. I, I don't think you notice how much people like look away from the camera. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like me right now, I'm looking at camera. Yeah, look at the camera. Look at yeah. the camera. Looking away, but it will still look like I'm looking but no, at no, no, camera. No. I I would need to see how this thing works because like sometimes you just subtly like you're not really not looking at the camera, but you're also not looking at the camera. No, no, no. You know it, it's actually really good. Like it will. Okay. It notices okay. when you go. If I go over here, it's not like my eyes are still looking it. here. No, 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 no. It's got literally it, it, just it. when you do like it's like when you're reading from a script. You know, like when I read the news. Imagine yeah. I had a monitor above, and I'm like sort of yeah. like looking up here. It would, it would still look like I'm looking at camera. Okay. Interesting. 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 Yeah, pretty okay. wild. You need to look it up. You need to look it up. It's wild. I will. Wild. I will. Uh, though, if you didn't know, this is my Xbox and me, our weekly Xbox podcast, right here on youtube.com slash my Xbox and me and all podcast services. Uh, if you want to show, if you want to support the show financially, patreon.com slash mcfixer. I'm open by the end of the month. That will be patreon.com slash my Xbox and me. Still working on a few things. Still trying to get some bits sorted, situated. Um, Again, we're 15 days into the new year already, if I'm being honest with you, yep. and I've achieved nothing. It's kind of a lie. I've achieved, I've achieved quite a lot, but of the things that were on my list to do sort of at the beginning of the year, I haven't got to them yet. So bear with us. We will get there, I promise. Uh, shout out to the Patreon producers, Aaron Gard, FNH, Paul, supporting us through the month of January. Thank you very much, boys, for your continued support on this channel. Uh, topic of the show this week, Crash. Finally, we hear something from Xbox. Finally, uh, yep. Xbox and Bethesda have confirmed to be doing a developer direct, underscore direct, don't ask me why it's an underscore, um, game showcase for January. Uh, what we have confirmed by Windows Central uh, is they've confirmed that there is a developer direct happening. Uh, this will be held on the January 25th. It will feature Redfall, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, and the Elder Scrolls Online. Starfield uh, will not be at this show and is getting its own show at some point in the future. Eldozo writes in with this question and says, a rather simple question this week. Uh, all being uh, well and the games being shown at the showcase release on time and in the first half of the year, what games are you most looking forward to and, more importantly, why? So, 
let's we'll start with what we're looking forward to because I went this week probably would have been next week. I was going to do our most anticipated game episode, but you know Matt's not here this week. He died in the ditch. Yeah. So um, Crash actually killed him while they were in New York. He shoved a yeah. piece of down his throat and was like, <laughs> "This is what you get for losing a bet to me, bitch. Take this." Take no, no, this. it's not even that. <laughs> he had pineapple pizza, bro. I couldn't. <laughs> He did it. not have pineapple pizza. He had pineapple pizza, yeah. yeah. No, he didn't. He did not he go did. all the way to New York he and did. get he pineapple did. on pizza. He did. To be fair, the pizza spot we went to wasn't that great anyway, so. Was it not great to you or was it not great, period? Matt said it was fine. Okay. It wasn't great to me, so I can't okay. really speak to it. Like, okay. But, he but actually, it wasn't that great. He actually walked in he got, he ordered a face and asked for a pineapple slice. yeah, yeah. Did the guy in there look at him like you're a piece of shit? No. He's going to give him a Why wouldn't you give him a pineapple <laughs> slice if somebody wants a pineapple slice? I would have beat him up. If I'm being... And, you and I, beat him and up? I li- well, I like pineapple on pizza. Like, I have no problem mm. with it. It doesn't bother me. But I'm not traveling all the way to New York and getting to pineapple be fair, on pizza. To be fair, Matt said he did it sort of for, like, the memes of, as well. Of course. But I think he also wanted pineapple pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. So, okay. you know... So, before we get into the, the the developer thing real quick, you and you and uh, Matt have met, which upsets yes. me deeply. I yes. want I want everyone to know as much as as much as I am I am I felt like a proud dad when I saw the photo. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It felt it was very warm and fuzzy inside, but it was also like, this is my friend. <laughs> why are you being? <laughs> why are you, why are you in the there? flesh before me? <laughs> This is some bullshit. But how was it, yeah. dude? How was it? What was it was it? good. It was good. We I, uh kind of weird to ask. How was it meeting another human being? But yeah, you know was, what I mean. It was good. Uh we we grabbed pizza, we went to a comedy show, and then we went we met up two days. One day was comedy show and pizza. The other day we went to pub. So, oh, okay. Yeah, it was good. Fair it was enough. good. Good time. You had a nice time? Did you see the Statue of Liberty? Yeah. No, Matt went to go see the Statue of Liberty. Oh, uh, you went and, with that. Uh, He'll probably tell the story. Yeah, I'm, I'm you sure. You want to see the Statue of Liberty? I know. Uh, he'll probably <laughs> tell the story uh, when he's on next week. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, we'll, I'm sure we'll get more details next week. You know how Matt likes to talk. God, comes on this podcast and just yap, 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 yap. It's like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> Leave, that. Leave yeah. some silence once in a while. Jesus. That's how. That's what you want on podcasts. You want like silence. You want nothing to be said. Just Do quiet. not speak. Do not speak. That's no, when people are really engaged to a podcast. Mm-hmm. Why'd you have to make this go on? <laughs> you could have just let it be a spoken bit and just go on with it. All right, let's bring it back. The developer uh, direct. Before, this, before we get to Eldozo's question, sorry. Well, are you excited? Are you happy that it's happening? Are you happy that we're getting something new from Xbox? I don't know if this is their new take on uh, PlayStation's direct or if this is their Nintendo direct. We don't we don't really know what this is, right? We just know that it's a showcase that they're doing. Yeah. Well, just Gordon put out more information on Twitter, and I probably should have added it here. But he said there's not going to be any like developers interviews or stuff like that, where it's just like a game showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it might have been like a week or two ago where we talked about it. And we said like, yeah, Xbox needs their own form of direct. Yep. So it's actually very dope to see them finally stepping into that, um, seeing how they execute it. Like it being their first one, I'm going to be a lot more lenient on how it's uh how it's executed but I, I think it's really hard to like mess up this format my worry the only worry i really have is that it's supposed to be in half an hour with like four games that like it could be lives. yeah it could stretch a little bit too long depending like if they have one of the games go on too long yeah or if the game's not engaging so it really depends the pacing in that regard but i think it's still like half an hour is not a lot of time it's four games i think it'll end up being fine realistically i think if this is what they're gonna do continuously moving forward i think it just comes down to the amount of content they have to show right like this one's half an hour the next one might be 15 minutes the next one might be an hour yeah i like the fact that it could always change that's kind of cool um yeah, I'm not sure. I like that they've confirmed what we're seeing. I just hope that this isn't what we get moving forward. That it's always we know. Because obviously that's the yeah. fun of watching these things is uh, not not knowing. I know, I'd say probably eight times out of ten, it leads to us being disappointed and annoyed. But yeah. that's part of it. That is kind of part of watching these showcases, at least for me. Like... I've become that person who doesn't watch them live anymore and I just wait and watch the ones I care about. And that's never a good thing because it then means 
you don't get to see that indie game that you might go, oh, that looks interesting. Or yeah. even a double A to a triple A game that I go, oh, I'll, I had no interest in that. Now that I've seen it, it looks good. So I hope the formula isn't always, and that's what's going to be shown. Watch, boom, done. But like you say, this is the first show that they're doing. I don't like the name. I've got to be honest. I'm not a fan of the developer direct. It's not. Yeah. Not, not I... that. Yeah, I kind of... I, I wish it was a little bit more Xbox-centric. Just call it Xbox Direct. But I guess I, I think the only problem you've got with that is... is Nintendo Direct. Um, Sony has State of Play. I feel yeah. like maybe they workshopped some stuff and they were like, it just doesn't sound too clean. And whether we like it or not, Developer Direct does sound clean. It does. It comes off it easy. Just, it reads well. Yeah, you can't call it Xbox Developer Direct either because... Then if you have any third parties, well, even if you have any third parties come in, it's like, mm, not quite. Um, but yeah, I, I guess, I guess we know what it is. I just, I wish yeah. the branding was on it a little bit more. Um, yeah. Are you excited for it? Oh, uh, I'm excited that Microsoft's doing it. Because like, uh, well, I, to answer like Eldozo's question, because I think I, the only game I'm really excited for on this list is Redfall. I don't really care for Forza. Um, not to say that that's not an exciting thing for them to show off and not a hype thing for them to show off. I don't care for Minecraft Legends and, and Elder Scrolls Online. I never got into it. So it's like three stuff that I don't really care for. So personally judging it is like the only thing I'm looking forward to is Redfall. But as a um, sort of direct uh, developer direct showcase, I think it is a good lineup of games to show. I think you have a variety of games and they're all... Uh, big titles to a degree. I think the weakest one might be Elder Scrolls Online, but I wouldn't even say that's weak, to be honest. It's that, it's just very niche, right? It, it, it talks yeah. to it, it talks to the player base that is there. That's the most yeah. important thing. Um, I think the problem, the problem you have is, yeah, none of it's exciting to me other than Redfall. But that being said, we can't see here on the podcast each week complaining about. Where's the exclusives? Where's the exclusives? Where's the exclusives? And then they're like, okay, we're doing a, a developer direct just allow exclusives. And then go, oh, go on. It's Minecraft, Minecraft Legends is not an exclusive. I guess technically nor is Elder Scrolls Online, but that's not the point. It's, the, it's first okay. party yeah, owned. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. It's first party owned is what I mean by exclusives. So, yeah. I mean, you yeah, know. no. But yeah, of, of, of this list, I'll answer, yeah, Redfall for me to see more of Redfall. Um, I'm interested in how they package Redfall is the big thing yeah. of like they've come out and said it's not left for dead they've come out and, and, and been yeah. like no there's a there's a narrative here and there's this and there's that so um, I'm yeah. I'm very interested because the info dump they did and they did a big info dump on like how it's an open world game and you can go to different areas and it'll be about the atmosphere and stuff like that and info dumps like that for me usually are somewhat red flags for games because i feel yeah. like when we get info dumps like that um it's more so trying to get people to look past what they've seen so far which isn't always the best thing when uh some of the stuff's been lackluster not to say that redfall's been lackluster but it's no. just hitting some of those notes for me um so i'm very interested to see what we see what they show for the game and if they show off some of the stuff that they were talking about to be like oh this wasn't just an info dump to sort of like get you off the trail of what the game is but like oh this is really like what the game is going to be like everything we said in the info dump is accurate that's what i want to yeah. see from uh redfall no i agree i think also like seeing forza motorsport is just important because obviously this is the first one without a number um so we're about to see does Forza Motorsport become just this this ever growing game that's now going to build and build and build and build? Um, and we haven't seen anything from it other than what we saw when the Xbox Series consoles got announced during that big, you know, yeah. it wasn't an E3 thing. It was like that big showcase where they showed Fable as well there as well, which was kind of like their selling piece of like, this is what we're going to be doing for this new console, so buy it. So I am interested to see where Forza Motorsport goes. Um, and I'm interested to see the knock-on effect that will have on the Horizon series mainly, because yeah, if, I, if if this is the if this is the 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 ever-growing Forza hub that I'm expecting it to be, I'm interested because those games sell well every year. Like when they come out, yeah, they sell well. They're in but, the top ten of uh, MPD all the time. So yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting because like they could keep Horizon being the one that's like sort of like here's a bi-yearly release or whatever, yeah. and then Motorsport is the one continuous version. Or they could be like, hey, 
two years down the line, here's a big uh, Horizon uh, expansion that we're going to release. It's going to add a ton of new content and a ton of new microtransactions that you guys can get for, like, customizations and cars yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I think for Forza Motorsport, depending on what they do, because this could just be a sort of, here's a full game release. We don't know yeah. that yet. Um, if it's not that, and it is sort of this uh, living world game that is free to play or it's like buy it now and then it lives forever no such thing um, as free to play we're getting game pass baby free to play on game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well they get the game pass with like here you get the limited edition ferrari or whatever it is i don't know cars yeah. too well but you know <laughs> yeah i got you um what is the microtransaction gonna look like for this game i think that's very very important on a game living or dying i think a lot of games that have had potential have sort of died right out the gate by having poor microtransaction and not adjusting it fast enough right yeah looking at gears of war especially like both gears of war games had horrible microtransactions that some people who would have stuck around the game it's like why am i going to stick around when there's no sense of progression i'm not unlocking new characters i'm not unlocking new skins all this stuff um so landing that for forza motorsport i think is very important yeah 100 percent. sorry my brother's trying to ring me which is a weird one um keep ringing back uh I think that Forza, again, is one of those big titles, though. That's what, I don't think we think about it on that level because we don't care about it. But Forza yeah. is that game. Forza, for some people, is the FIFA, is the Call of Duty, and is the Forza. Like, do you get what I mean for that? So, um, yeah, I am, I am super interested to see what they, they do with it. It could, be, it could be good. It could be bad. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Minecraft Legends is the only other game that I'd say I was like, if you're talking about me games, I'm interested in. We enjoyed Minecraft Dungeons, which again, you could easily have said, oh, I have no interest in, in that game. So who cares? Minecraft Legends, it didn't, we didn't see much. It looked like a tower defense game. We weren't sure yeah. uh, where it is. So I am actually interested to see more of that. And whether that's a, a five hour experience that I get to play, or if it's a 10 hour experience I get to play, who knows? Uh, but I'm interested to see more of it nonetheless. So I'd go Redfall, Minecraft, Forza, Elder Scrolls in that order. Yeah, I think Redfall, Forza, Elder Scrolls, then Minecraft for me. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't. Like, you talk about Minecraft Dungeons. I think back to Minecraft Dungeons. And I'm, I think back, like, that game was... Like, it was a solid game, don't get me wrong. Oh, I'm yeah, not going to yeah, yeah. sit here and talk about it in a negative sense. But for me personally, with the type of game it was aiming to be, it was kind of a letdown where I don't think it fully hit those marks. Where I look at Minecraft Legends on top of not really knowing what it is, is like, yeah. I don't possibly know what sort of interest I could have in that game. I'm just always interested to see what they do with that IP, to be honest with you. Mm. It's such a juggernaut of an IP, right? Like... yeah. I feel like we forget how big it still is to this day without fun. real. Yeah. Realistically, the biggest game on this list is probably Minecraft legends. Yeah. It's not Forza. It's not Redfall. It's not elder scrolls online. It is Minecraft legends in terms of what it, the potential it could have. Yeah. yeah. The, the possible reach like Minecraft has a bigger reach than probably all three of those games combined. Realistically. Yes. I agree. With that. So, um, I, I definitely think it's the one to probably keep an eye out especially for them going forward with the IP if they're going to continue to do games, which I think at this point is probably set in stone. They did the Netflix thing. They did the um, uh, Minecraft Dungeons, and now they're yep. doing this. I think going forward, we will either get a new Minecraft Dungeons or we'll keep getting new games in the Minecraft IP. I kind of like the idea of new IP from them, where it's like, all right, we've done a Dungeons game. Cool. Now we're doing this Legends game. Cool. Then we try something else. Like I'm actually cool with them playing around with the IP. Um it's good to see Microsoft do that with their IPs, which they've done in, in the past, but I'd like to see them do it more, to be honest. Yeah. Give us a kart racer Xbox characters game. Why not? On Game Pass? Why not? With a small budget, I'd like... And I'm not expecting like Mario Kart out here, but just something something different. But I think it'd be cool. I don't, I don't think Microsoft's in a space where they can release that on a small budget. That's the problem. I think... I think they have to, like, Starfield has to come out, it has to be a good game, Red Fall has to come out, be a good game, and they have to have, like, a year of, like, good Solid. games to be like, now we can put out smaller budget, like, Kart nah, Racer, that's a little bit more, <laughs> exactly, because, like, I think a game like that would be dope, but I don't think the amount of budget they'd put into it would be worth it at this current time, because I do think they need some of those AAA games to, like, fully land first. Gotcha. Uh, let's jump into what's been in your box then, brother. What have you been playing this week? Uh, I played... 
this is actually an old one that I just forgot to talk about the podcast, the Vine Knockout, um, which is High Res's third person brawler, High Res makes Smite, so it's literally Smite characters in a third person brawler. Um, it's a fun game. It's a good game. Uh, it's free to play on PC right now. I think it's still in beta, so on Xbox it is in you have to buy the Founders Pack. I don't know if it's necessarily worth buying the Founders Pack, but I think when it comes around to Xbox free to play, it is definitely worth checking out because it is a fun time. I'm looking at images of it now. It's a no from me. I don't think it's a U type of game yeah, regardless. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it looks like it's a U like game. A, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a third person smash type game. Um, it's it's fun. Uh there's no items in it though, but uh, it's a very, very enjoyable game. Um, and playing this and then going back to playing Smite, it's like one of these games had a bigger budget than the other, and it's not Smite, <laughs> which is surprising. Um, the other game I played, uh, One Piece Odyssey, which Ooh. released... I was going to say, it just came two, out. Two, three days ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How uh, is it? It's solid. It's, oh, it's just solid. As a, as a One Piece fan, I enjoy it. Uh, as an RPG fan, it is a little bit lackluster. It's a little too easy. It introduces some cool mechanics, um, but because of the difficulty, the mechanics never end up coming into use too often. Um, yeah, and then like graphics-wise, it's fine. Animation-wise, it's fine. It really is just... If you're a One Piece fan, I recommend getting it. If you're an RPG fan, it's probably a skip, to be honest. Fair enough. It looks, it looks just like the show, right? Hey, like, yeah. Uh, it looks graphically very nice and stuff, but uh, yeah, I, I'm seeing good things about it though. I am seeing people, some people enjoy it. Like I know uh, Mr. Madness plays it. A few other people have been playing it. Um, I enjoy it. I like yeah. it. Like don't yeah, yeah. don't get it wrong. It's just as as like a game on its own. Like if this was take the IP apart, which I talk about a lot, you got to take the IP apart from it. This is not. It's like a mid game. It's yeah. like it's not bad. It's not fantastic. It just. It does what it needs to do, and that's it. Which isn't necessarily a negative thing. It just doesn't excel at anything, in my opinion. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, I haven't played much. I play a little bit more High on Life, um, which is like my go-to game right now when I get an hour spare. Um, I still really enjoy it. still think it's really funny. So nothing nothing more to report on that. That's kind of it. Um, I'm waiting. I'm waiting now. I'm, I'm in that... I'm in that sweet spot of games that are coming out. Again, I know we'll talk about it probably next week more um, about what I'm most uh, excited for. But I'm 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 in a very healthy place now on Twitch, which is which is amazing for me. I know people who don't understand Twitch won't understand the landscape of how it works and stuff like that. But I'm in a very healthy place on Twitch at the moment, which should allow me now to be able to stream on the odd occasion other games when they're popular. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to Dead Space, man. I'm 24th of uh, January, uh, 27th of January. Sorry, um, mm. super looking forward to that. Where I'm like, okay, I never, I never played and beat Dead Space. I end up not playing uh, the Callisto Protocol just because of reviews kind of put me off it in the end. Um, yeah, I'm like, no, yeah, I'm ready. Dead Space, Dead Space could be a good time. So. Yeah, looking forward to checking out Dead Space uh, on the 27th. Going to stream it, hopefully be it all in like a couple of days. And then, um, obviously, early Feb, we got Hogwarts Legacy, which I'm excited for. I've been saying I'm excited for it. It's probably my most anticipated game. Obviously, fuck J.K. Rowling. Um, but yeah, man, it's. Uh, I'm looking at the rest of this, this, this month, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. Nothing. There's nothing here no. for me. For Spoken... Mm. No. I'll I'll no. wait. I'll probably just wait until it comes to Xbox in the end. Um But yeah, if it no. comes to Xbox. I thought this was one of the ones we confirmed was coming to Xbox. I think we confirmed that it has a PlayStation exclusivity. Well my question is, will it be worth it bringing this to Xbox? Because uh, I don't know how well this game will sell. I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. I'm interested to see how the reviews are for that, to be honest with you. You also got Age of Empires 2, Definitive Edition coming out. I used to be a I used to play a lot. Not, I wouldn't say I was a big fan. I used to play it a lot. I didn't have a clue what was going on, but I used to play it a lot. I wonder if that's worth checking out on for just a stream or something, just one stream mm. of just playing that. So maybe I will. Maybe I will. Hit me up when a new Age of Mythology comes out. I'll, I'll be sure to do so, Crash. I'll, I'll be the first coming. person I hit up, okay? First person I hit up. Um, let's get into this week's dashboard. Uh, we got some old news mixed in with some new news, obviously, because of... Uh, 
the way we've done game of the year talk and stuff like that so just bear with us uh, xbox exclusive redfall is targeting an early may 2023 launch uh there's a bunch of rumors going around at the moment that it's going to launch in may of 2023 um this one was taken from ign and it says the our sources collaborate these reports suggesting the first week of may next year which would be this year uh if things go to plan the game may also have an early access period of some sort don't love that don't love that but the first week of may would be it releasing either the second or the fifth so yeah i think um more since this drop more rumors has come out have come out suggesting it would be the second yeah um yeah early access period is a little weird right well um, it could not be weird because it's co-op so if it's like hey we want to test out the co-op systems it, that's cool but i don't think that's what it would be if it isn't for the game they've now come out and said it is it's weird if it was a left for dead black for bud that type of game no be very normal so this is where yeah. i start going okay you better start you better sh- oh we'll find out we'll find out in this direct you you better show me what this game is then because when i hear rumors like this i'm like oh no and that was the biggest problem with Black for bud by the way i loved the game i played that beta way too much like I'm talking, I put twenty, and that's my fault. It's not the game's fault. It's my yeah. fault. It's my fault. But I put too much time into the beta, which then, when the game came out, I was like, "Oh, I've done this." Yeah, it's different maps and it's different, but I've done this. I don't. I, I'm not interested again. So, yeah, I make sure make sure I don't do this with Redfall. Play it, check it out, and then leave it alone and wait for the full yeah. game to come out. Which is what you're supposed to do with a beta. <laughs> you're supposed to just see how it plays. You're not meant to stream it for now, 20 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, uh, you put so much time into that. So much. Uh, next up, Ubisoft cancels free unannounced games and also delays Skull, of Bo- Skull and Bones for a sixth time. Uh, full transparency, I work for Ubisoft. I stream there every Tuesday. Come over to the Ubisoft uh, Twitch channel and watch me stream video games if you want to. Got absolutely destroyed in Rainbow Six. It wasn't fun. Oh, it wasn't really. Fun. And then that community. Oh God, they were mean to me. They were super mean to me. Super you should mean. keep playing Rainbow Six twenty four seven. Oh yeah, bro. Exactly. next time you stream, so you <laughs> drop uh, everything else in life and just play Rainbow Six. Exactly. Uh, Ubisoft has announced uh, uh, announced that it has for a sixth time delayed Skull and Bones, as well as cancelled three more unannounced games amid quote major changes in the industry. Challenges, sorry, in the industry. The underperformance of Mario uh, plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope and Just Dance 2023 and upcoming uh, restructuring. restructuring. Yep. In a press release today, Ubisoft outlined a new strategy uh, for a remainder of its physical year as well as lowered expectations for the physical quarter. Ubisoft explained the move as a result, uh, move as a result of the company's quote facing major challenges as the industry continues to shift forward uh, mega brands and long lasting titles then sic i don't know what that means uh, can reach players across the globe across platforms and business models top lift comes in with this question with with ubisoft announcing for a sixth time uh, delay for skull and bones do you think they should just cancel the game altogether uh, today again clearly shows they have don't have a strong belief in the IP. I disagree with you entirely when it comes to doesn't believe that it's a strong IP. Um, the game's not ready. It's as simple as that. If the game was ready, trust me, the game would be out. And I think you can easily you can poo-poo UB and you can you can say mean things about Ubisoft all you want. The fact that they haven't just thrown this out means they are trying to fix it. They're trying to fix it. They're trying to figure it out. That's my belief, that they're trying to do that. Um, <clears throat> they can't cancel it. They took government funding for the game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. So that's never going to happen because they're not going to want to pay back that money. I think the best thing they could do with this at this point is partner with Xbox and throw it in Game Pass and get uh, get some money that way. But I think also the on the other half of that, they probably can't do that either because they need to try and make as much money as they possibly can out of it. Um, yeah. I also, if I'm being honest, no, I don't please. know if Xbox would want it as well on even on Game Pass. It's like, it what are the like? Got coming. 
It depends how much content yeah. they have coming. Yeah, if it's yeah, that's very true. If it's a drier period, I could see them get, trying to get skull or not trying to get skull and bones. But if skull and bones happens to be on the table, yeah. be like, sure, we'll take it. Um, but realistically, like I, I think there's a lot of Ubisoft titles that Microsoft would be very, very happy to get onto Game Pass. I don't know if Skull and Bones is one of them. Um, and then also, like at this, like if they were to cancel it, I think they're even taking government funding aside. Like I think they're too far gone to yeah. cancel at this point. It's like we've put so much money into this game that like this game needs to release, even if we, we recoup like half of the cost or a quarter of the cost or whatever it is. Um, we need to recoup something for this game. Uh, and they've been, they've still been doing gameplay drops and stuff like that. So I don't think this is as serious of a delay as the past ones have been. I think this is much more of just a polishing delay. Um, I would yeah. assume. I have no insight in it. I have no insider knowledge at all. I think Ubisoft gets bought up at some point. I, 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 something's going on over there. Well, there there was a rumor that um ubisoft was trying to shop themselves around apparently yeah. i don't know how reliable or accurate it is um but i think with canceling three games like i do think that is like that seems like they're trying to lighten their load and of stuff that they're working on and stuff that like here are the costs that we'd you'd continue to take on. have if you get us yeah exactly mm-hmm. Um, so that's what it looks like to me, um, whether somebody buys them or not. I also don't know how that works because we constantly talk about government involvement and Ubisoft is one of those that does have uh, the French government involvement in yeah. how much money they make. How does that work if a company buys them? Do you technically lose out from that part of the revenue? Because that does count into revenue because it covers the cost of part of the game. Yeah. Does that count if you buy them or do they, do you start losing that? There's a lot you, of questions you with it. lose that because if they say, they say Microsoft bought them, they'd then be an American company, Ubisoft, right? Yeah, exactly. They'll just be operating out of France still because they've probably got a lot of offices in France. Um, yeah. But yeah. to be fair, a lot of those like tax cuts and whatever else you could get could just be for having a studio in France. True. Which like since they're already there, does it, it probably costs a lot for Microsoft to be like, let's open a studio in France, but they're already buying a studio in France. So some of those costs might be covered. Not that I think Xbox will buy them, by the way, either. Yeah, just I'd, hypothetical. I... I think it would be amazing for Xbox to buy them, especially because of the type of games that Ubisoft make, third-person, story-driven, uh, action, RPGs. Um, there's a lot of IP there that is worth having. Yeah. But yeah, you'd be, you'd, be in a, you'd be in an interesting position. They'd be in, they're in a very, very interesting position. It's never, it's never good news when you hear free games, again, have been cancelled. And you could just say... I, I think the biggest concern in here is the facing major challenges for yeah. one of the biggest publishers in video games what challenges are you facing and then i go mario plus rabbit sparks of hope underperformed just dance 23 underperformed okay let's be realistic just dance was always on the decline since the wii era yeah. like you can't expect that to have been the game to have rested, rested your, the, the, the company on this, be honest. And then Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Yeah, I don't know what happened with that game. It's so fun. It's such a good game. It's such a good game. But it just didn't resonate think, the same way. I think the problem with that game is more so Switch hardware. Because like every time, at least for me personally, when I looked at that game, that game looked ugly. And I don't think that's on any part Ubisoft. Graphically. Not like design-wise, not all that I stuff. You. I think graphically... Um, and I think that's on the Switch. Like, a lot of times, Switch games on the handheld mode look a lot better than they do on uh, showcases and even if you're playing on a TV screen and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and so I do think the problem with that game, at least for me, is more so, like, Switch hardware than anything. Because every time I saw that game, I was like, oh, the gameplay looks cool, but that game doesn't isn't, like, enjoyable to look at. And so I just never ended up getting it personally. Yeah, it's, uh... Yeah, it's... It's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting... If I heard they've been bought up by PlayStation, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I Like, I think something. I, I think there's a possibility. There's also a possibility they go and do something like Square Enix was talking about, of getting more uh, first parties to publish their games or getting more publishers for their games yep. um, to cover costs. I could see that being a thing that Ubisoft attempts to do as well. Um, because I, I do think 
Ubisoft's had a lot of misses for the past couple of years as well with stuff like Hyperscape. They've tried going to the VR market. They've tried going into the free-to-play market. And it just hasn't hit the way that it needs to do. Yeah. Um, I am curious about the three canceled games, if it's any games we've heard of, because we still have like the Division game coming out. I'm assuming if it was one of those, they probably would have just said it. But we'll see if we hear any updates for those games. If we don't yeah. hear any updates for those games over the next year, I start to assume that those look, were some canceled games. You gotta look at look at what they've got coming, right? Skull and Bones, Avatar, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Yeah. Um That's what we know of so far, right? Yeah. I mean you have the division free to play. Division game, free to play. Division mobile game mobile, as well. Two different yeah. games. Yeah. And then uh, what about that that free to play shooter thing that they, they were doing? Which one? Uh you remember they announced that like shooter. I th- is it the or um like character like the yeah. character shooter? I think that one got cancelled a while oh, okay. ago. Oh, okay. okay yeah, because that was like a Rainbow Six or a, uh, some sort of Tom Clancy shooter or something like that, gotcha. if I'm not mistaken. I think that one was canceled. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure that was canceled at some point. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I don't think it's in or nothing like that. And plus, I've I've been wrong many times before. Look at Capcom. I thought they were going to be gone. I thought Capcom to, was out of here. In Capcom's defense, Capcom did like a miracle 180. Like they, Monster they were like, Hunter, bro. this is what Monster it Hunter. was. Monster Hunter. They released a Resident Evil Two remake, remake. The Devil May Cry Four. Yeah. Um, I think their biggest blunder of that period was Street Fighter Five, probably. And but then you that, look at Street Fighter Six. Even yeah. that wasn't that big of a blunder. And then Street Fighter Six is like, oh no, they understand what they're doing now. Yeah. And they have a very good grasp. Occasionally they do like slip up a little bit, but it's never so drastic that you're like, oh, there you go, Capcom being Capcom again. Yeah. Right? Um, that hopefully we'd hope for Ubisoft to sort of have that sort of 180. I think it's get back to it. It's refocus, right? It's like, okay, what works? We've got Rainbow Six. Yeah. We've got Rainbow Six right now that is still a strong IP, still has a strong fan base. Um, they've got the esports league and all that stuff that still does very well. Just because you may yeah. not know about it, you may not listen to it, you may not be in, in sync with that, it's still yeah. fine. It's doing fine. And then you go, well, we've got one of the biggest. IPs in the world, Assassin's Creed. So that alone, if we can refocus and get out good quality games of Assassin's Creed, cool, we're good there. Um, and then obviously, again, the Avatar game. Um, I'm interested. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm way more interested now after seeing the film than I was previously. Same. Not and not that I thought the film was like mind-blowing or anything like that i thought it was a very good film um and you should watch it in 3d if you haven't um but yeah it, 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 I, I don't know i'm more excited for that game now than i was 100 percent. but how much Same. does that translate in sales exactly like I, I after watching the movie i was like oh this could be actually like a cool setting for a game mm-hmm. but it also has to escape the normal like I think one of Ubisoft's biggest issues is they chase trends. And one of they set one of the biggest trends in open world games, yeah. which is like find the tower, unlock part of the map and stuff like that. It's like how much can they escape from that for a game like uh, Avatar or how much can they sort of add it in a unique way where it doesn't feel like this is the Ubisoft mechanic, right? Because I think that over time has become the issue with some of their open world games. It is like this is a Ubisoft game. You're you know going to, to do this. Yeah, it's like people want a little bit of surprises. Like, why did something like Elden Ring or Breath of the Wild and games like that, why did they succeed? Is because there is a general sense of adventure when you're exploring that open world. With Ubisoft, some of that is sort of taken away. And I think they need to find a way to reintroduce it in their would open you, world games. Would you like an Assassin's Creed game like that? Like, imagine an like Assassin's what? Creed game like Elden Ring, not in terms of its uh, difficulty, just in terms mm. of its. Go figure it out. Here, go figure it out. Um, yeah, I mean. To be fair, Valhalla was somewhat close to that. You did have a lot of like free exploration. They did sort of still have the normal like yeah. you get here, you unlock part of the maps. Um, I would, I would really enjoy a sort of more go and explore aspect, but I don't know if that would work in something like Assassin's Creed. Do you know what I miss? I miss again. Stick with me. GTA Five. Yeah, you know how like you yeah. get the map, and like you have to go to the certain parts of the map to then fill it in. Yeah. I wish you that, that. I wish more games did that in because mm. it's like it still yeah. gives me that sense of exploring, 
but it's not as scary as an Elden Ring for me, where I'm like, okay, I really don't know what to do. Like, and then you do end up stumbling upon or oh, Red Dead. I could use that as an example as well, or you stumble across, or even Witcher. Which is pretty good at that yeah. as well. Um, but again, all those games I just mentioned are pretty old now. I don't know. Did uh, Cyberpunk yeah. do it? What did Cyberpunk do? Did they have a... Could you see everything yeah, Cyberpunk had like a... You could see everything off the map. Ah, okay. On the map from the get-go. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Which, with a, with a game like Cyberpunk, and even GTA to a degree, um, like the next GTA, I wonder how they'll do it, is like when you have something that's more modern, it's more difficult to like implement a system like that. Yeah. It's like... That map, like, I could open up my phone and pull up a map of, the, yeah. of whatever city I'm in whenever I want. So it's like, how can you sort of, like, create that without pulling the player out of the world? True. Um, but yeah, I, I do actually, like, that is, I think, something that I, more games should look into. Because I do think that is a naturally fulfilling sort of experience. It's like, oh, I haven't unlocked this part of the map. I can go there and see what it is and it'll fill out. And, and then we I see, see enemies that are side too quests or yeah. enemies or whatever it is, yeah. 100%. Yeah, like... I would like to see that more in games. Open world games specifically, yeah. Come on, Ubisoft. I'm rooting for you. Obviously, because, you yeah. know, I like my job. <laughs> um, <I> mean, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> a new Gears of War game has been announced. Sort of. Uh, a new Gears of War game has been announced, but it's not what you think. Uh, as we await for Gears of War 6, which will not be called Gears of War 6, will just be called Gear 6, uh, we... With bated breath, sorry. At least uh, one new Gears project has emerged, and if you're a fan of board games, it might be up your alley. F, that's a lie. SFG Games, uh, who have adapted uh, titles like Elden Ring, Resident Evil, Dark Souls for tabletop, are working with Microsoft and the Correlation on a shiny new Gears of War card game set to launch sometime in 2023. There are no details uh, I could find exactly on how the, the game plays, but F. SFG, Jesus Christ. And that's the game on its Twitter feed earlier today. If anybody wants to get me a late Christmas New Year present, I would love the Resident Evil board games. I always I forget if, to put them on my list. I don't know if you can get them anymore. You can. They're just very expensive on eBay. That's on your Got it. Okay. Because you want to make my was... day, go and do it. <laughs> There was I was looking after I saw this article, I was looking up, I can't remember what game I was looking at. I think it was Devil May Cry. They have a Devil May Cry board game. Ah, I was okay. looking at it to see like what the price would be, and it's like un out of stock for every like the expansions Fresh. and everything. And I'm like, okay. Biggest dumb moment I ever had. Yeah. Why am I not backing these projects? I know I, I want them. I know you that should. I want they're them. They're cheaper. They're cheaper when you back them as well. But it's it's just one of those ones where I'm like, am I stupid? Yes. Yeah. But yes. like, it's also money for something you won't get for a while. It's not even just that, though, Crash. Yeah. I'm just stupid. <laughs> I'm just stupid. I was trying to give you an out. I'm going to be no, honest. I was trying bro. to give you an out. I'm just stupid. It's like, uh, do you know what? It's, it's wild. I've seen it, and they've there's people who do like 3D printed items for the games to build upon the experience and walls. And, and I'm like, yeah, you lot would rob me, bro. I'm looking at one right now. It's a... 60 66 pieces uh of 3d printed stuff they've done and i'm like yeah i want this i want all of this the problem is i don't have a house where i can play it so it's like I, i'm like well why am i going to spend 70 pound on a board game when i can't ever play it and I'm like that's the yeah. that's not the way to look at it you know what next time i go comic-con i'm buying it i see them at comic-con all the time, Comic -Con? All the time. Oh, okay. they've got them at comic-con all the time next time they're at comic-con i'm buying it all right Okay. I'll shout on the podcast. And yes, I'm going to buy this Gears one as well. Because I'm a big Gears fan. You can come to America so we can play Gears 4.4. Do you know, that's the annoying part. Was like, I was like, oh, me, Crash, and Matt, we should, we could all play. And I'm like, oh, wait. Crash lives in Timbuktu. So. I can buy a ticket to London for tomorrow. Fix. You're going to buy a ticket for London to come play the Resident Evil 2 ball yeah, game with me. Why not? We're not making content. That's just I'm board game night. That's just, just for us. us. That's just no for content. I leave in the morning. I'm gone. <laughs> just leave the next day. All right, bye, Crash. Yeah. Idiot. Uh, uh, I have, to be fair, I have a cousin out in London right now. He's there for the next year. What's he doing there? Uh, work. Works on him out for like a whole year. Man. They're paying for like his place and everything like that. Tell him yeah. to pay for my place because it's expensive out here. Uh, I'll let him know. 
All right, let's jump into fixes, Sam, before we get going. Uh, remember, you can email in myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. You can join the official myxboxandme Discord, uh, which is in the link below of this video or the audio. So go and click that, join it. Um, it's also in my Discord. So if you're in there, ask me for it. I can send it to you. Whatever. We can sort it out. Uh, you can ask any questions that you want in there. First one comes from BT Maverick. It says, Happy New Year, everyone. I'm glad this long drought of a year is finally over. Well, welcome to the family. Uh, sorry, welcome to the family, fellow deckmate. Found out a couple of weeks ago that Fixer got himself a stream deck and Steam Deck, and haven't really uh, haven't really heard his official thoughts on it. Uh, and if Fix would recommend it to Matt P and Chris, so you guys can all whip out the decks together. Also, what made Fix change his mind on getting the deck? Because I originally asked on the podcast and he wasn't interested. Happy New Year from BT Maverick. You're right. I wasn't. I wasn't interested at all. Um, to be honest with you, I ended up going. I was going back to America, and. Now that we have, not now that we have family in America, we've always had family in America, but now that we know the family in America that we're going to see, I'm probably going to do that trip once, maybe twice a year now. It's looking more mm -hmm. likely I'm going to spend a lot more time in America. Um, I bought it on a whim. I didn't even buy it because, so what? i tell you what actually happened. So I was at dinner with uh, Ionelius, uh, Meluna, and a few other people, and they had them. And they, were, they weren't playing them or anything. They were just like, oh, I have a feel of it. And I had a feel. And I was like, huh, this actually feels good. Compared to the Switch that I, I hate, by the way, I've decided. There's poke. I've bought all these games. I've not played them. So I must not like this console. It's as simple as that. I must not like it. Um, and I just sort of felt it and was like, wait, so what are you playing on this at the moment? And he was like, oh, I'm playing Elden Ring. Or I think that's what he said. And I was like, what's the performance like? And he was like, amazing. And I was like, damn. Okay. And then I started thinking, obviously, I travel to Guildford now uh, to go to work for, for UB stuff. I travel I travel on trains a lot more. I leave the house a lot more than I used to. <clears throat> and I was just like, Do you know what? I want to treat myself. Crash and Matt convinced me to not get the expensive one, even though I wanted it. So I didn't get that one. I ended up getting the two, 225 gig one or whatever. I love it. I think it's a great machine. Um... I haven't used it a ridiculous amount, but whenever I do use it, I enjoy it. The only thing I wish it had was a native uh, Game Pass uh, app on it. Um, mm. But other than that, <clears throat> build quality is amazing. Um, it gets a little bit loud when you're playing it, but you are playing PC games on the handheld, so can't really expect much else. Um, but yeah, I, I love it. I think it's one of the best. The, it's one of the best machines I've bought. I'll be honest with you, and yeah, I'm I'm very happy with it, um, and I look forward to utilizing it a lot this year. Like I'm looking at, I'm looking at um, certain games. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that is going to be on the Steam Deck. That 100, percent I'm going to play on the Steam Deck. So I'm going to be able to play that on the go. So yeah, also if we go on long drives with me and Haley, Haley can put on her audio book now, and I can play the Steam Deck while she drives. It's like, yeah, it works. So I love it. I think it's a great machine. It's worth getting. I it's worth getting if you're on the go. If you sit at home like I do 99% of the time, it's not worth it. But whenever I'm out and I'm able to game, it's amazing. I do feel a little bit nerdy thinking about going to a coffee shop and playing it, though. Why? Ah, oh, dude, that, that just seems like what a nerd. Even on the plane, there was this guy that walked past me and sort of gave me like a... like a. He looked at me like a nod, like a... Ah, you're a gangster because you have one of those. And I was like, yeah, I've got one. But he sort of looked at me and I was like, yeah, your wife ain't letting you get one. I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> There's no way. Um, but yeah, I love it. I love it. It's, a, it's well worth it. It was well worth the money. So yeah. so are you are you recommending me and Matt get one? No. I think Matt would, you know what? Matt would probably utilize it more than you would. Because mm. um, he does like, he does. But it, it's only beneficial to you if you use Steam. <laughs> like let's not let's not get it twisted like it's a steam machine that's what it is um and fortunate for me i get sent get my PC. games so yeah <laughs> and not only that because we do the podcast and stuff i get sent i can ask for can i get a steam code and an xbox code and yeah. i do that from time to time especially for games that we need to talk about especially on xbox and things like that so yeah I, I'm, I'm in a 
I'm in a unique position as well. Like, I wouldn't be buying two lots of, of games so I can play it on Xbox and on the Steam Deck. So, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think you need Unfortunately, BT Maverick Fix wants to only whip out his Steam Deck with Matt and not yeah, me. It's true. It's true. So big and juicy. Uh, anyway, moving on. Original Cookie Man says Game Pass holds gems and sleeper hits in many genres. Uh, Cygnus. Signal, sorry, thank you. Survival horror slash res like, uh, Chain Echoes, turn-based RPG inspired by uh, Chrono Trigger, Citizen Sleeper, uh, R uh, narrative RPG with tabletop influences. When I click on them, the app tells me which of my friends have also tried them and how recently. Uh, how recently, I can also compare achievement lists to get an idea of progression slash interest levels, but. Is their discoverability or lack of a problem? How would you improve their promotion? I mean, I'm hoping this direct is going to be the thing that pushes these type of games in a big way. Um, it's when they, they, for me, I can I talk from my perspective? It's when we are launching a game is the most important part of the game. Beyond that point, I do not care. I don't go back looking. This is a me thing. I do not go back looking for, for hidden gems um, other than word of mouth. Unless someone comes to me and says, you have to play. And people are saying signalises, I need to try it out. I'll be honest with you. Just from the look alone, it doesn't look like a me game at all. At all. I love Resident Survival Horror. It, yeah, it kind of looks like it. It looks like Resident Evil if it was on the Game Boy Advance. Mm, that sounds very appealing. <laughs> I've played that. Yeah, <clears throat> I've been there. I've done that. I've played that. I'm not interested in doing that in 2023. That's just me. That's fair. <clears throat> um, I think algorithm, man. I think they got to figure out an algorithm. I think you look at something like YouTube and why do people stay on YouTube? YouTube Shorts, TikTok. It's because the algorithm is so good at recommending you stuff that you will like. And I think uh, I don't know if Microsoft's put any effort into an algorithm. I don't know what their algorithms like, but I think recommending people more games that they're more likely to like um, is a big thing. And I do think, especially with cloud gaming and wanting people to play more on their mobile, I think figuring out some sort of algorithm to recommend people games on Game Pass that they would enjoy um, is important, and not just based off genres, right? Um, and I think it is a little bit difficult with games because games are so much more complicated than a video. Um, and have so much more as, uh, aspects to them that how do you recommend that? But I do think that that is the only thing I can really think of making it a better experience. Other than that, like I, I think Game Pass is the way it is. And like Fix said, I think the developer direct, like showing new games there, like um, Chained Echoes, which I did play and I forgot to mention that as well. Very cool turn-based RPG. Probably would have gotten more eyes on it had it been at a, a developer direct. It doesn't have to be a big showcase for it. It could have been one of those games that's like there for like three minutes or five minutes or whatever, just talking about the game. Um, so it is kind of a difficult problem to solve. It's a problem that you're not going to solve overnight. Yeah. Ultimately, that's that's the truth of it. It's I like the algorithm. The algorithm is a good idea. Is it worth it, though? Because games are so big is the problem. Yeah. I, I mean, right now, it's a developer issue. It really is. It's Echo Chambers and Citizen Sleeper. Are they at Comic-Con? Are they at EGX? Are they at PAX? Are they at all of these places? Are they getting the coverage they need to? But are they doing interviews? That's, I, that's where discoverability comes in. I understand that's not on the Xbox point of view, and I guess that's kind of yeah, where you're coming at it from, here's, right? Yeah, that, that's where I'm going to disagree with you because this is a question about Game Pass, right? How does Game Pass sell you? It's not on the developers. The developer did their job. They got it on Game Pass. They got, the developers got their bag. They got paid for the game. And now to get people to play the game, it is on Game Pass. It is on the service to tell you that that game is there because they paid for it. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. I agree with you in a sense of it, but it is there. They've already got the new section. They've already got the recently added. They've got the games that are leaving. All those things are discoverability. All of them are there right. already. But when you look at people who over time say, like, Game Pass just doesn't add enough um, for me. And yeah. it's because you go into the new section and so there's, like, a million things. How do you pick out what you're going to play? 
I think yeah. getting that, narrowing it down, I think, and getting people what they should play or showing it off like the developer direct, I think that is on Xbox. I don't think it's the developer because I'm sure the developer does talk about it wherever they're shown, but Chained Echoes was made by one person. And how yeah. much marketing can that one person do for the game? Sure. They probably did everything in their power. And so to get that to the next level, if Microsoft wants to, and mind you, Microsoft's not going to do that for every game that comes exactly. to Game Pass. It would It's literally impossible with all the games that they do get on Game Pass. I've opened the Game Pass app. And they've got the picks for you. Discover your next favorite game. Skyrim's here. Monster Train. Solitaire. It's Yakuza not great. Five. I'm like, none of the, you've not paid attention to a thing that I've played, if this is what you're offering me. Yeah. To be honest with well, you. Well, I don't know if... Yeah, I, I don't... <laughs> like, I don't... That's my point. Is I don't know how it picks those out. I don't know if it's based off, like, do you play the games on Game Pass? Does it only register those? Does it register all the games you have on Xbox? I think it would be really cool to be able to connect uh, your Steam account and stuff like that to it for Xbox. That would be, like, be cool. These are the all the games you play and the genres of games you play and like sort of make recommendations out of that. Uh, I think that would be doper. But like I don't know what like the how difficult that would be, right? So I, I do think that they need to like narrow down that picks for you section in a more significant way. Yeah. No, I agree. Next up comes from Angor06. Shout out, Ant. How you doing, buddy? Hope I get to speak to you more this year. Uh, as we've just had another year of not-so-great uh, showcases of games for Xbox, do you find yourself losing hope that they will have a great year? Year after year, I tell myself, this will be Xbox's time. And even though I believe they have improved since the Xbox One days, I feel like they're still missing something. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying it now. It feels like I've been saying it now for five years, but I think it's only really been two. I mean, you look at this year, and I'm I'm not worried about the early portion of this year. I'm worried about I'm worried about E3 this year in a big mm. way because where I'm still seeing hiring happening for Fable. I'm hearing rumors yeah. that they they've they've scrapped a few ideas and they've started again and oh, there's so that many was, rumors that rumor got canned i know I, uh, but just, yeah, yeah. there's still rumors there's still rumors yeah it's one of those years once again for xbox where i go they need solid games like i say redfall needs to be good falls needs to be good minecraft legends needs to be good they need to be good they need to be and they don't need to be good i'm, I'm lying to you all right now by saying good they need to be great to amazing is what they need to be because I'm just not interested in wasting my time anymore on what's the, the fighting game that came out that they put out. Um, oh, uh, you're talking about like the arena based one edge, of the characters. Something edge. Bleeding edge. Bleeding, bleeding edge. edge. I'm not interested in bleeding edge. I'm not interested yeah. in, in the, in the, 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 the smaller tiles, which don't get me wrong petting them i'm not interested in uh, i'm not interested doesn't yeah. mean there's not people interested so and to be fair with something like pentiment like if they were releasing bleeding edge and it's not for everybody but it is an amazing game that's a different conversation because pentiment whether you like it or not gets headlines it gets yes. people talking about xbox i think that's xbox just needs to show a consistency level with some of their bigger games and even smaller games right you can't have stuff come out and be like uh, it's all right. You can play it because it's on Game Pass. We've talked about Game Pass a lot, and particularly uh, last week we mentioned Game Pass. Is like Xbox needs to stop over relying on Game Pass to get people fully invested in their system. Game yep. Pass is great, and I'll never knock Game Pass. I'll never like tell people not to get Game Pass or anything like that. But I do think there needs to be a little bit of separation from Xbox and Game Pass, and we need to start seeing Xbox deliver some of their own games in quality. Because I do like me personally. Like if I wasn't doing the podcast. I don't think I'd have Game Pass right now, to be honest. I don't think there's a reason for me to have Game Pass. I'd, I, I think I there are a couple of months where I would get it. Like, I'll get it this month because there's a game I want to play on it. Yeah. Um, but then in the same breath, sometimes it's probably like, oh, I'm going to play a lot of that game. I'd rather just buy that game. Um, yeah. I want to see Xbox start to deliver on some first-party exclusives. And I, I don't I don't think they need to be 10 out of 10s, but I'm looking for, like, 8s. I'm looking for 9s. They gotta be 8s. They gotta be 8s. They need to be 8 nines, Crush. Yeah. I, I need 8 nines. No 6 nines though, because they're snitches. <laughs> uh, moving on. A Wild Jarmy uh, has this to say. Since this week was AGDQ, my questions are, 
Have you ever watched uh, a game, a speed run of a game that you love, or have you ever sped run a game before? I'll say I have done a few speedruns over the years with my favorites being back in the in college days a speedrun of pokemon fire red in roughly three to four hours but seeing both old games and new games being broken or just using items i'd never thought of in a cool way of experiencing them yes uh i had a stint in in speedrunning resident evil 2 my little 10 minutes of doing that which was fun i enjoyed it i enjoyed doing it yeah um i still watch resident evil speedruns to this day Still, still, still. I still, uh, you've got a few Bark, uh, who streams Resident Evil mainly. You've got uh, Orchland, who also streams Resident Evil mainly. I watch, I still to this day watch them speed run Resident Evil games. Um, I've watched GDQ, it's one of those things that I'll put on in the background if I'm doing stuff. So I also watched an Earthworm Jim speed run once, mm. which was interesting i prefer the speed ones when they're not <clears throat> jesus i'm definitely getting sick apologies for my voice this week um <clears throat> i prefer the speed runs when they are not breaking the game but they are manipulating the game in an interesting way so resident evil for me figuring out that the knife does more damage than any other item okay like that's cool and, when... then, and then watching sca stairs skating so but stair skating is breaking the game because no, you're going I, faster than intended. I guess what I'm I know what you're saying, but you are breaking. Yeah, the game. okay. I guess what I mean by that is like you know I've seen a few speed runs for certain games where they like glitch through the map and then they they know yeah. a certain pattern to then pop out the map and then they're at the end of the game. Like I don't enjoy those ones as much as I do when it's like I guess yeah. It's gonna sound mean, and I don't mean it. I don't know if I can explain it any other way, but when it's skill based. That still takes skill to break it. 1,000%. I was going to say. 1,000% yeah. it still... But what I mean by it is like... The position... I can only talk from Resident Evil's point of view, right? For Especially uh, 2, yeah. two Remake. is like... The position you need to know about where to hit... This, this, this enemy's hitbox... Is very cool to me. And because I've tried it, I know how hard it is. Yeah. And I haven't tried to jump through a map yeah. or something. and i know i know how hard that is as well i do i know it's yeah. all skill it's all skill technically but what i mean is like i don't know i don't know it's just something very impressive about watching someone take down uh right a, where a they have to play in... through the game and just yeah. do it in the most efficient way as yeah. opposed to, yeah i get it i i think miss misspoke a little bit by saying skill i don't mean skill in the way yeah, i mean yeah. skill i did i did preference <laughs> I that i did preference i know it. i don't mean it in terms of that way i mean i don't know yeah i just from when a game starts from the start to finish and seeing someone run Resident Evil 2 in 50 minutes so, or 45, I think they got it down to, and I'm like, this is wild. So not being able to sp skip through like 50% of the game by like back dashing through a door and stuff like that. Exactly. exactly. Okay. Like even Resident Evil 3's um, speed runs, you use the dash quite a lot, and that's what I hate about it. Because mm. I'm like, it just looks stupid. Because you're just... Dash, 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 dash. Like it's like yeah. uh, this. This doesn't look as fun to me. Still very impressive. Still takes immense amount of skill. Every speedrunner who speedruns takes skill. Just so we're aware. Please don't yeah. come for me. Uh, but yeah, those are the ones that I have. I have. I have watched. But yeah, I always. If GDQ happens, I'm always there watching the Resident Evil one. Yami, you usually tag me. Yami's usually like, fix it, this is happening. I'm like, thank you. I will watch that when I get a second. <laughs> uh, what about you? You ever ever partake in speedrunning? No, I've watched a couple of GDQ speedruns. Um, I can't even tell you which ones I've watched because they were so long ago. It's not really my my thing. Um, I like if I were to watch speedruns and there would be something like the the stair dashing thing. Yeah. Like I'd get it so stuck in my head that every time I play that game, I'd have to do that. That's the problem. And it would become an annoying thing for me. I where I'm like, I don't need to watch speedruns. Resident Evil Two is ruined for me. Resident Evil Two remake is ruined for me. Because you have to always do it. Every single time I play the game, I do. And even when I'm doing a casual playthrough with Haley and we're reading mm -hmm. notes and doing all that stuff, I still scare skate. Uh, stairs skate. Still. Yeah. And it's like, well, this is not how the game was made. This was yeah. you're meant to be moving slow for these these these. The problem is with watching a speed run, it takes all the the fright out of those games. Yeah. For horror, because they're they're so precise. They're not like they're running through. They're not like scared about what's exactly yeah, yeah. In, no, in a. For sure. In most speed runs for Resident Evil, you don't fight things. You avoid. 
move, move, mm. move, 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 move. You know, it's like yeah. when you know, oh, the zombie's gonna come and attack me in three, two, one, move. When you put it down as a science like that, it's like, huh, this isn't as scary as it was. Is it's it? <laughs> it's no longer as interactive as it used to be. Where no. you felt like you were in that world. Now it's like, oh, I. It's all like just. Uh, That's why programming. I get it. Randomizer is very fun. If you ever do mm. a, I've, I've never done one. I've actually never done a Resident Evil randomizer. But watching, I've watched some people mm. do them. I'm like, I need to do this someday. Because that that will add the fright back into the game. Ten Mister Mister X's running at you. Uh, ten spiders coming into a room that they're not meant to be in. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. So yes, yeah, cool. It's very very cool. Um, we'll do one more. We'll do one more. Uh, Duven says, with the announcement of Xbox finally increasing its first party games, it got me thinking. Yes, the production of video games have gone. Way oh, we already up. answered this. We answered this. We did. I thought we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, oh, did, so, we did. We did. We did. Right, well, that's that's on me. Well, we're done then. We are here. No, we don't. We didn't answer the we last did this one. Okay, no, cool. no, we did not. One last one from uh, original Cookie Man who says, "Formbone Champ now being nominated for a dance." Is that? Have I said that right? Dice. Trombone champ. Trombone four. Trombone champ. Sorry. Uh, I, was I was thinking. What the fuck? Uh, They'll be nominated for a Dice Award. Will my Xbox and me crew finally play it on stream? I can speak for myself. No. I absolutely no. will not be. No. You know what? We'll give it to Matt. Matt will play it for you. Matt can't even make it to the podcast this week. He didn't make nothing. Um, to be fair, Matt was ready to be on the podcast. Let's just, you know. He died I, bitch, Matt, I gotta defend it? Matt. Matt's Wait. not that in a bitch. Oh. Oh, now, now it's all different. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, wow. Now it's all different. The whole, whole landscape. The whole different. dynamic of this podcast has changed. The whole dynamic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wow. That hurts. That hurts. I know it does. Too bad. Should have came to New York. It's crazy. I looked. <laughs> I know we did talk about it. I looked. It. I looked, but couldn't no, happen. No, no, no. It's, no, it's no. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Next up is Plug, Plug, Plug. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> Chris, what are you got to plug this week? The My Xbox I mean, YouTube page, Twitter page, the Discord. Um, we're going to be trying to do more live streams. We haven't had a chance to do a um, My Xbox and Me uh, meeting, so we don't really know 100% what's going on, but be looking forward to that places for anything we do decide to do. I do think um, weekly streams of some sort are going to be happening. I think prob what will most likely happen will be like, we're going to create a schedule. Who's going to be able to do it? What day, what week, whatever the case be, but keep an eye out for stuff like that. Uh, the Discord, the My Xbox Me Discord has actually been popping. People have been talking yep. and stuff like that. It's been very dope to see. Uh, so join that if you want to be part of some of the conversations. As always, ask questions on the Discord and stuff like that. And one thing that's been very helpful, uh, leaving news stories in the uh, Discord as well, which people have been doing, which has been very dope as well. Oh, yes. If there's something you think, oh, they always seem to not talk about this, put it in the Discord and we will add it to the show notes. So yep. perfect. Please definitely do that. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, go follow everyone everywhere. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. We'll be doing a reaction to the direct uh, that's coming up on the Mike Sports Me YouTube channel. So go and subscribe over there. Um, I just passed twelve thousand followers over on Twitch. So if you want to become on the road to thirteen thousand, why not go and hit the follow button over there? I'd appreciate it. But yeah, man. Until next time, we will love you, leave you, see you all later. Keep being amazing. Good boys.